Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the sickest Arizona Cardinals podcast. I am your hostess, Kelly Singh. It's been a minute, but we're back, so let's get into it. Turn up your volume because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh. The sickest Arizona Cardinals podcast. It's gonna be sick. Sick, sick, sick. And we're back. First of all, I want to thank you guys all so much for being patient with me, standing by me, sending me so many messages of love and encouragement, and especially a huge thank you to the sick podcast production team who basically sends me a text every day to check in on me and make sure that I'm doing okay. They sent me flowers, they sent me an amazing little care package. And I just wanna say thank you to all the listeners and my production crew from the bottom of my heart. If you're new to the show, I have been battling breast cancer this year Thank goodness I did not need chemotherapy, so I still have my hair, which is a bonus. Um, But I did undergo a major surgery of a double mastectomy along with um, another reconstruction technique, which happened to utilize some of my tummy fat. (laughs) So I guess if I'm going to get cancer, I might as well find the silver lining and choose a reconstruction that leaves me better than cancer found me. That's how I'm going to look at it at least. And again, I just want to thank you all so much for your support. Um, Yeah, that's about it. We're back. We're about to go right in to football season and so many fantasy leagues, dynasty leagues in particular, have started their draft season. So I thought I might take the opportunity to share a little insight if you play fantasy football and want to know what the outlook is for the Cardinals. Fantasy football and NFL regular season football 
Obviously they have things in common, but there are a lot of things that differentiate the two. What do I mean by that? Well, a team like the Arizona Cardinals may not be very competitive this season, <clears throat> but there are individual players on the team who can still be very productive with fantasy points. So I thought maybe I'll just touch on that today since I'm also writing an article that goes alongside of that. In order to prepare for writing the article and meeting with you today on this podcast, I sat down briefly with good friend of the pod, Donnie Druin, Cardinals beat reporter at SI.com, and just kind of picked his brain a little bit about what he thought the season might bring for the fantasy football players um, and also just the season in general. I mean, as an Arizona native, I do feel somewhat obligated to support the Cardinals. They're our home team. Through good times, through bad times, you just got to be there for them, right? We are the bird gang and we got finally a respectable hashtag on Twitter. Whatever that bird city football nonsense was is gone. The official Twitter hashtag of the Arizona Cardinals is hashtag bird gang. Get out there, use it, be proud and not embarrassed anymore. <laughs> we got to stick together. But basically, we know this is not going to be a great season for us. It's going to be fun regardless. It's football. We love football. And whether you play fantasy football or not, you want to cheer for your team. I think the best case scenario for us when we talk about fantasy football is that Kyler Murray returns sooner rather than later in the season. But let's just be real. In all likelihood, I would say that the team is not going to risk their investment. They're going to not rush into it, right? They're not going to put Kyler right back out on the field, which means we're probably not going to see him until the second half of the season. Best case scenario, again, we could see him in like September at some point, but it's more likely we're going to see him towards that second half of the season. So what does that mean for the Cardinals offense, specifically the wide receivers, um, because most fantasy leagues have points per reception rules. So I'm just going with that. Let's talk about our receivers and what it looks like for them. I'm going to touch specifically on DeAndre Hopkins and Marquise Hollywood Brown. So Marquise Brown, breakout season last year for Marquise Hollywood Brown, believe it or not. Uh, what was he averaging here? Okay, in the first six weeks of the season, he was averaging 10.6 targets per game, which equals out to about 18.3 fantasy points per game. That's quite a bit. It also was pretty much his best season ever. Now, 
We got to take into account DeAndre Hopkins was out on suspension, but Kyler Murray was in. So now we have kind of a preview of what Marquise Brown and Kyler Murray can achieve together. The problem is Kyler Murray is not going to be there for the first part of the season. So do you risk it with Marquise Brown? My answer is yes. As a fantasy football manager, I think it is well worth the risk to put Hollywood Brown on your roster. Why? Well, he is on his last year of his contract. I'm sure the Cardinals are going to attempt to extend that contract, but should they fail? Should they choose not to? He's going to need to have another great season in order for another team to show some real interest. He's starting to age, which sounds crazy, uh, late 20s. So for those of you who play Dynasty Fantasy Football, there's a lot of ageists out there. I see you. But also, he's got to overcome that shadow of having the yips, making quite a few drops, missed opportunities for scoring. That happened a lot in the last part of the season last year. Also, he had that injury. So all of that breakout season happened in the first six weeks pre-foot injury. Post-foot injury, no good. No good at all. I mean, for fantasy football especially, you are not going to get many points. It wasn't even necessarily worth the flex option. Um, but like I said, we did get an opportunity to see how Kyler and um, Marquise Brown work together. So should we get to preview this again this season, Maybe he has an all-star clinic the second half of the 2023 season. Who knows? There are a lot of weeks in the season. If we get Kyler back for the second half, we could again see more than 10 targets per game, more than 18 fantasy points per game, even with DeAndre Hopkins in play. Now, Let's talk about contracts. Marquise Brown's contract is pretty big. This year, it's going to take up 6% of our salary cap. It's 13.4 million. That's second only to DeAndre Hopkins. Um, the total wide receiver room I got this information from our friend Donnie Druin in a recent article. The Cardinals wide receiver room has the highest paid group in all of the NFL. That's 23.3% uh, of the Cardinals salary cap. $53.4 million is allocated to wide receivers on the Cardinals roster. It is really, really hard to wrap your head around something like that when you know the team's not likely 
to be very competitive this season. I mean, they're gonna go out there, they're gonna play, they're gonna compete. When I say competitive, I mean have a winning record. We didn't even have a winning record last season and the team was somewhat put together. Uh, 14, four and 13 is not a winning season. So that's what I mean when I say competitive. I would love to see us meet or exceed last season. Maybe we have some heart, some grit. We can pull out that heart and that grit and really put it in and win some games. But it's really going to be hard because we just don't have the talent that the rest of the teams in the league have right now. Next year, yes. We will be building on what we have this year. We've stacked up tons of draft picks in the 2024 draft. So look for us to become more of a competitive team next year and the years to come. Because now the Cardinals are gonna be a very young team. DeAndre Hopkins, not so young. Still looking for that big championship, for that big, something right and he deserves it he's an amazing wide receiver i love deandre hopkins i hope he stays here in arizona and really the consensus is that he will stay here in arizona um none of those trade rumors has materialized into anything of substance right now and Hopkins himself has been quoted as saying something to the effect of, who said I was going anywhere? I don't want to go anywhere. I'm going to play here in Phoenix. So I know we've heard to the contrary, but that's the latest, uh, that he's probably going to stay. We're not going to really know for sure, though, until that June 1st cut date. That's the date when teams basically cut their players for the season and it is not out of the question that the Cardinals simply cut DeAndre Hopkins. Um, that would be weird I think personally but I'm not part of a head coaching staff. I'm not a team owner. I know nothing about the finances. So as a fan I would find it strange to just release DeAndre Hopkins when I feel like he has some capital. However, again, there've been no real takers, no real interest, which I also find to be super strange, but that's another story altogether. DeAndre Hopkins obviously takes on the bulk of receptions when we're talking Cardinals. I have seen DeAndre Hopkins slipping so far back in drafts already in both mock drafts and live drafts that he's going to be a value pick. So stash that away. Do not be afraid in redraft to pick up DeAndre Hopkins in later rounds. And the same with Marquise Brown falling way back Go ahead, pick him up. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins will be a starter on your bench until we know otherwise. And uh, you can definitely count on Hollywood to be your 
probably a great flex for you. Um, should Hopkins be injured, obviously you've got handcuff there for your roster, but I would not be afraid to pick up either of these in later rounds of fantasy drafts. Now, if we're talking dynasty, go ahead and pick up Kyler Murray. The thing with Kyler Murray and dynasty is it seems like just yesterday that he was a spring chicken, right? I was doing some research for a mock draft, a dynasty mock draft, and one of the questions that I knew was going to be asked is, is Kyler Murray worth stashing on your bench in dynasty leagues? And obviously the first answer that will come to mind would be, yeah, why not? Here's the thing, and this is for the ageists out there, <laughs> Kyler Murray has gotten us to a playoff. He was the 2019 Rookie of the Year, is a two-time Pro Bowler. We haven't seen a whole lot in the four years. This will be our fifth year, and that's pretty much what blew my mind. Five years with Kyler Murray, is he still worth stashing in Dynasty Fantasy Football? Maybe as a deep bench play if you get stuck on buys if you have quarterback injuries which really was rampant last season but I just don't know I'm on the fence a quarterback in their late 20s that hasn't done much notable as of late that doesn't mean he's not my quarterback that doesn't mean I don't support him it just means when we're talking about the numbers, the facts, the data that goes in to a fantasy football roster, especially one that goes year in and year out like dynasty football does. I don't know. He doesn't have much trade capital. Unless you have a super fan in your league, you might have some trade capital there. Unless somebody's really hurting for quarterbacks, you might have some capital there. But what we're really looking at is we do have two viable receivers. So as long as we have somebody throwing them passes, catchable passes, where we get yardage, then, um, you know, that's where the value is going to be. Also, let me just throw this in there. I love playing tight ends in fantasy football totally underrated position other than you know mark andrews and travis kelsey outside of those two you're going to see a lot of varying in where those tight ends land depending on if you're in a tight end premium league but let's talk about redraft zach Ertz, i think is an amazing pickup for uh, fantasy football redraft points per, per reception as well. So Zachert's reliable, scores a lot, catches pretty much anything thrown at him. So if you're in a redraft league, don't be afraid to pick up Zachert's. Again, going to be a very late round pick. And why? Because for some reason, most fantasy football players cannot put it together 
that the performance of a team does not reflect on the performance of an individual player and the fantasy points they bring you. So you're gonna find that a lot of these great Cardinals players are going to be falling into the later rounds and that, my friend, is your benefit. <laughs> I hope that you enjoyed this little fantasy football chat today. It was the perfect thing for me to just ease back in to get the podcast rolling again for me to feel comfortable in front of a camera again after the last month of just not feeling myself recovering healing not being able to talk this long without getting exhausted however i am starting to feel exhausted but I hope this helps you as you're heading in, you know, to your fantasy football drafts. And if you're not a fantasy football player, thank you for listening. I hope that I've given you a little bit to think about in this upcoming season. It is not all doom and gloom. We still have a team. We can still cheer and support them. And it's going to be a long couple of years and, and beyond, but you know what? It's gonna be worth it. And I hope to be there with you when it is. So until next week, fingers crossed, that I can sit down and record again. Uh, be good, be good to each other, and I'll see you on Twitter. Follow me at Kelly and Phoenix. Send me your questions, your comments, and follow the podcast. It's still a new, Twitter handle despite being around about a year now at sickpodkelly on Twitter. Thanks again for your support and see you next week. Bye. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.